how to get super fit. Thank you so much for tuning in. How to get super fit. We're going to go over two things today. Fit and the five factors of fitness. Fit and the five factors of fitness. Fit is an acronym and it pretty much stands for different ways of training. How do we get better and how do we have some metrics on this? Where do the where do we measure our fitness levels? The frequency or the training, I shall say. The frequency, intensity, time, and type. Fit, F-I-T-T. So your frequency is how often you train, hopefully every day. Uh, most recommendations are for at, at least three to five times per seven days. And it really depends on if you're strength training or if you are doing aerobic fitness, such as walking, something that your heart rate is not as high. So that, that, that depends. So let's go over that acronym and then we're going to go over the, the five factors of fitness and you'll understand better. So frequency, intensity, time, and type. Frequency is how often. Intensity is how hard, usually measured with your beats per minute of your heart rate. Um, it also can be uh, monitored by lactic acid creation or, or that burning sensation when you're working out when you're strength training or or the uh, amount of weight and amount of repetitions you're able to do. When we're really strength training, we're training one to three repetitions and doing as much as you can with just one to three repetitions. When you are training with endurance training or muscle endurance versus muscle strength, you're gonna train at a higher level of repetitions. Uh, anywhere from 12 to 20 and hypertrophy to increase the size of the muscle is uh, anywhere from um, 8 to 12 repetitions. And after intensity, frequency, intensity, time is what time of day are you training? And then type, what type of fitness are you training with and this is very important your frequency your intensity your time and your type of training strength training or aerobic training as i mentioned now the key is is to really train all five factors of fitness while you are training right all five factors of fitness while you're training so we have muscle endurance we have muscle strength and you could train both of those at the same time but not as efficiently as if you pick one so if you're training in muscle strength as i said you're going to be doing about one to three repetitions if you're training in muscle endurance it's about 10 to 20 repetitions or 12 to 20 repetitions or more for some intense training for track and field athletes, uh, it's such as long distance running athletes. They're not really going to train. Uh, typically, their coaches are not training them to lift super heavy weights, but they do want to build up some muscle strength and, and mainly muscle endurance. 
Now, the thing is, is it's really improbable, almost impossible to just train one and not train both of them. If you train your muscles, they're going to increase in muscle strength and muscle endurance. It just is a question of what is your goal and how efficiently and effectively do you wish to A, increase strength or B, increase endurance, being able to last longer as opposed to lift lifting heavier weights or doing a more intense movement that you are capable of generating more power um, or more force and and power and power is a whole different topic we're going to stick to just the five factors of fitness for today so you have muscle strength muscle endurance cardiovascular endurance flexibility and body composition some like myself would rather trade in body composition for neuromuscular fitness um, or skill-related, fitness-related skills. And that I was kind of saving for another episode in a way, yet I will mention what the fitness-related skills are. Hand-eye coordination, As I just mentioned, um, power, balance, power is strength and speed combined. Speed is another separate one. And you could actually include many, many more. Uh, Agility is another one, like how quickly you could change direction and motion. So those may be more appropriate as a factor of fitness than body composition because we could look at sumo wrestlers we could look at wide receivers in in american football and a few other sports like the world's strongest men where their body composition a lot of them are actually obese especially specifically with sumo wrestlers and only three percent of japan and japan is where a lot of sumo wrestlers come from Only 3% of Japan is obese, yet sumo wrestlers are like over, I think it's 99% of them are obese. Uh, It it is almost a necessary uh, element to be able to sumo fight because they run at each other so hard. Now, their flexibility levels are incredible. Their cardiovascular endurance may not be so amazing their muscle strength their muscle endurance is 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 pretty outstanding they are quite an example of being overweight or obese or morbidly obese and still being an athlete so a wide receiver typically is usually over 30 percent body fat which classifies them as obese so that's why i and many others lean towards fitness related skills or neuromuscular skills instead of saying body composition as one of the five factors of fitness. Uh, Let's look at your workouts though. Do they complement the five factors of fitness or at least do they they help you with your body composition would be one factor or with neuromuscular fitness or fitness related skills. Do they increase your strength, your power? Excuse me. Do they increase your power, your agility, your balance, your hand-eye coordination, your, 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 uh, are they helping to increase the level of at least one of those? Now let's look at the other four fitness-related skills. Does your workout increase cardiovascular endurance? And does it increase muscle strength and muscle endurance at the same in the same workout? An example of how to do that would be 
Number one, of course, the OG Fit workout, having five major exercises that we go through and rotating through them, uh, specific squats, specific push-ups, specific gymnastic core exercise like the N-up, a back extension for the lower back, and bouncing, so jumping in place as if we have a jump rope which is an amazing cardiovascular endurance exercise. So we get cardiovascular endurance. We get muscle strength because we're working on, on push-ups especially, or squats, especially if you aren't able to do five or three push-ups. And if you can do three push-ups, you could always take it to the next level, do a handstand push-up, do a wall handstand push-up, um, do a... A shoulder push-up, do a one-arm push-up. There are so many varieties of push-ups where you could increase the resistance by changing the leverage or your weight, and that will make it so you cannot do over three to five repetitions, which is true strength training, and for mu- uh, f- uh, to increase muscle strength the most efficient way and effective. Now, a lot of the times calisthenics trains muscle endurance very well because a lot of the training is high repetition once you start really mastering your own body weight. And then you get into the next level of cardiovascular endurance, being able to do squats for 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes and do a thousand body weight squats is a cardiovascular workout like no other heart rate will be way over 80% of your max, 70% of your max. So you're redlining your heart rate. Excuse me. When you get to that intense level, remember the FIT acronym, frequency intensity. When you raise up your intensity, which again is usually measured by heart rate, you're going to get outstanding, phenomenal results. I hope this helps you uh, to design your workouts more and come join ogfit.com for assisted workouts where I'll train you in the ogfit love university every day and give you mental tidbits on health mindsets nutrition classes and other aspects and dimensions of wellness like monetary wellness is one of our dimensions of wellness and spiritual wellness so is your training affecting cardiovascular endurance? Is it affecting muscle strength, muscle endurance? And is it affecting flexibility? A great example of an exercise that can do all of that in one is walking lunges. For some people, it's going to be training strength training. And the more you train at it, it will train much more for cardiovascular endurance and muscle endurance as opposed to strictly muscle strength if you can only do a few reps. And then once you can do multiple reps, you're really training flexibility at a much higher level. Even in the beginning, just not being able to get into a full lunge, that shows how much benefit you will receive because you will be doing a lunge deep in depth within 7 to 90 days. If you haven't been training for 20 years, it may take 90 days, which is a smidgen of time compared to 20 years of inactivity. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a phenomenal day. And this episode is, as usual, always sponsored by OGFit.com, where you could tune in to get an undestructible, unbeatable health mindset. 
an unstoppable, revolutionary, superior 10-minute bodyweight workout and nutrition classes eating easily and simply to set you free. Thank you so much and have a phenomenal day.